Hey. hey. <laughs> We're the Wise Guys Podcast coming straight from my walk-in closet. Welcome to part two of Mr. David Zokaitis, the movement for mayor of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. People, we have three years to make this happen. We have three years to make this man go viral. We have three years to listen to all of his plans. But most importantly, and he would say this also, we have three years to get ready to change the world. You heard that. You heard that right. That's the plan. Change the world. Change the world. You better believe it. Welcome back to part two. I am Mr. Mark Dorme, your beautiful, great host with the most. To my left, I have Mr. Jordan Allman. How are you doing, babe? Pretty fucking great. And for part two, he came back, drove, trekked across the country to live in Minnesota. On his truck. Yep. I did. I don't, I don't, do you have <laughs> a truck? I do have a truck. Oh, wow. Those are expensive. Yeah. And did. a car. And a car. No big deal. He's getting already getting money from his contributors. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mr. David Zokaitis, thank you so much for coming back. We're going to be talking about some of his other stories so that we left off. So glad to be here. Thank so glad you. to spread the truth. S- spreading the truth. Yeah. We're going to go over a couple more of the stories that he dealt with from police enforcement or police, uh, not brutality, told me not to say that. Harassment. Harassment. And uh, we're going to- Overzealous. Go- exactly. And uh, let's go ahead and get to that. But first, let's go ahead and roll that intro music. That was a, the other song. What was the name of that song, David? Take Back the Nights. Take Back the Nights. And you wrote the lyrics to that, correct? Oh, I sure did. And you sang it, right? That yep. was you on the vocals? <clears throat> That's me. We're going to link that video in the description as well. And I actually already put that on the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook. I sound like an old man. I put that on the face page and uh, the Twitters. I put that on there. <laughs> and uh, if you guys haven't checked out that video, you have to check it out. It's probably it's the almost original. wild. It's it's wild, it's original, it's goofy, it's weird. It's fun. It's out there. It's why you're here, <laughs> to be honest with you, after I watched that. Because I, I just I fell in love with you after that. You know what I mean? Got much love for you, homie. <laughs> but this is another reason. He has a ton of videos on YouTube right now. And one of them is the drug prohibition quotes. If you don't mind, do you mind if I read these? No, go right ahead. That's what they're here for. So early prohibition leader, if you guys have ever wondered, you know, when you get a bunch of potheads together and they're always like, it's ridiculous that weed's illegal, man. It's just like, you know, it should be legal for blah, blah, blah. You know what? Potheads, you're right. Okay, potheads, you're right. But if you've ever wondered, like gone way back and wondered why the hell some of these drugs are illegal, well, guess what? David Z for mayor, Mr. Mayor did the research for you they went back and figured out why and correct me if i'm wrong in anything i say but i kind of feel like that's what you did here that's the whole point yeah i wanted to figure out why this stuff was illegal in the first place and this is what i came up with so early propaganda circa 1930 the chief of federal bureau of narcotics so he was the chief harry j anslinger he, nasty, nasty guy. Nasty, nasty guy. Listen to what this guy said. Listen to this, Jordan. Oh, this I is, read it. He writes crazy. So marijuana, in quote, marijuana is a shortcut to the insane asylum. Smoke marijuana cigarettes for a month, and what was once your brain will be nothing 
but a storehouse of horrid specters. Hmm. Hashish makes a murderer who kills for the love of killing out of the mildest mannered man. Now that's the first one, and that's disgusting, and I don't understand it. And that's where we started, and this is where it goes back to all the way to 1930. So that was that. Now I got another totally awesome quote by the same nasty guy. Right. And I'd be so glad when Mark reads it for us. So that's, again, Harry J. Anslinger. Now, real quick, who is this dude? Basically the forerunner of the Department of uh, Drug Enforcement, Federal Bureau of Narcotics, DEA kind of stuff. And this went all the way back to the 1930s? 1930s, yep. Really? And it just like... Right after alcohol prohibition went away, drug prohibition came right in. So they had to start like something's got to be illegal, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and and they it looks it sounds like they uh, like directed it towards marijuana. Haven't you ever seen Pineapple Express? Right with the, the shot, uh, the, the shot, the guy that got high. What was that about though? Um, they called it. There's a movie about it, or like a little, um, like a documentary, some like the weed craze or something. And it was like a guy in blackface, and he smoked weed, and he went crazy, and then he started raping women. And this was like a thing in ni- the 1930s. I it was like a silent film. I, I was just thinking about that funny, that funny to, part of Pineapple Express. Right, but that's what it's based on. Look up really quick. Um, try to find 1930s, 1940s. Uh, reefer, look up Reefer Madness. I think that's what it is, Reefer Madness. Famous, very bad propaganda film. That's what it was. That's what it was, Reefer Madness. Look up Reefer Madness and kind of get some info on that. Um, so Harry J. Anslinger. Already uh, said what you heard before. Now listen to this one. Now this one's this one's dandy. Even worse if, if that's such a thing as possible. Really so nasty. there are. Know. Go ahead. It's a 1936 American propaganda film revolving around a melodramatic events that ensure when high school students are lured by pushers of them to try marijuana. Today, Junior. No, I'm just kidding. From a hit and run accident. What you're saying is Reefer Madness. Yeah, so it's exactly what Mr. Mayor said. It's basically just a horrible propaganda film about just, yeah. Yeah, from hit and run accidents to manslaughter, suicide, attempted rape, hallucinations. Wow. All that stuff. Insane. Evangelicals put that thing together. Church groups. That's crazy. Okay, so real quick, here we go. There are 100,000 total marijuana smokers in the U.S. <laughs> Listen, and most are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, and entertainers. Their <laughs> satanic music, jazz, and swing results from marijuana use. This marijuana causes white women to seek sexual relations with Negroes, entertainers, and others. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I went to I went to a fucking hick school. There was maybe one black kid per grade, and every all the white kids were smoking weed. I didn't the black kids smoked weed. So that was a stupid answer to a stupid quote. Well, it's it true. Like, I mean, but like, I know that he's but, trying to say like all need all. All other races except for white are smoking weed and, and we attracting know. white women to do it. <laughs> we that's, know. That's that's retarded. Uh, we know. <laughs> but, like, so it's... He mm. was dropped on his head as a child. And you know what's crazy? So he's and plunked and then, up and down about ten times. <laughs> and so Mr. Mayor also uh, cites websites. So you can go to HTTPS 
Colon backslash 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 www.massroots.com slash learn slash the man responsible for marijuana prohibition. Holy shit. I this was real? I'm reading real quotes? It's hard to believe it, but yeah, it's all over. This this, guy's crazy. This is crazy. But you know what's even more crazy? Is that these laws stuck. For they're still here. They're They're still sticking. Still here. And especially in South Dakota, where you're trying to make this, we're trying to make stuff change. But yeah, that, South Dakota, where you uh, go on vacation and leave on probation. <laughs> vacation and probation. That is a hilarious sentence twice. Because why the hell would you go to South Dakota well, for vacation? All right, well, Mount Rushmore. In, in, in Chief Keefe's uh, side, went for a show and left on probation. So for the listeners, you know who Chief Keefe is, famous he rapper. Got out with uh, some edibles and. What not at the airport? He got caught with edibles here in he, South, uh, and he's still facing charges. No, here. no, he uh, he took a a thing. Uh, fuck, fuck, I forgot what it's called. A plea deal or what? Plea bargain. No, um, you get to use it once in your life in South Dakota. Oh, I, uh, I was going to use and, it. Um, a mis- uh, dismissal, approval to dismiss, or yeah, something like something that. Yeah, that, but and so, I wish I would have known about that back in the when I got my that DUI. But, but yeah. like that whole weekend, he was in jail. Like everybody was talking. Like everyone's trying to go to jail now just to meet Chief Keith. I bet that <laughs> motherfucker had his own unit. Like oh yeah, and they're all rapping in there doing the boom. Yo, Chief Keith, listen to this. We, you gotta put me on. I'm from Chicago, boy. I guarantee you, everyone said that. Oh yeah, everybody. Every dude in there was from Chicago that night. So we're still going back now. Again, uh, potheads, if you're still listening, and so keeping along with this. Uh, basically, now propaganda, racism, circa 1970. John Ecklerman, Nixon's policy chief. The Nixon campaign had two enemies: the anti-left and black people by and so this isn't even going out to potheads anymore this is just people and uh what going out to anybody who cares about truth justice and civil rights yeah so you said it better by okay so back to it the nixon campaign had two enemies the anti-war left and black people by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin And then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities, we could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. So that's... uh, Evil, nasty, horrible. And to cite that website, that's www.nydailynews.com slash news slash politics slash Nixon aid war drugs tool target black people article 1.5 so these are not only just quotes this is uh recorded literature yeah these are this is actually yeah. things that went down so again so now we're back with uh mr mr mayor here david z Talking about why he wants to be the mayor, and it just gets, it's, I'm starting to get it now. I, I, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to get it, even though, you know, and I want us all to join the movement, but I, I, again, it's just politics are just so dirty and nasty. And they are, to get in but they there, don't need to be. You need to almost be dirty and nasty to even just to get in, you know, at first, and then maybe change it from within. Do you got to maybe take a, take a check for 50 grand from somebody? Not going to do it. Sure. I'm not going to sell my soul to 
get in office to unsell my soul to change the world. Sure. It doesn't work that way. No, but it's truth, honesty, and integrity every step of the way. Nice guys finish last, right? Well, I'm going to change the rules. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> I just don't want this to change you. you I'm going to change the rules. I'm going to fix a corrupt system, and I'm not going to get dirty along the way. I, I, I know who I am. I know what I want to do. I know my place in the universe. I have a job to do, and I'm just going to do it. And you have uh, beer crack, and you have three and a half years to do that, right? About three years and a couple months. What's the plan? What's your game plan? What do we need to do? How do we need to get behind you? That I'm still trying to figure out. That needs to be like the most important thing. Seems like if you were to get into office today, you you would know what to do. It doesn't seem like you know how the hell to get there. Not yeah, you're right. You're okay. Right. So why don't we help you out with this? Why don't everybody in the comments, first of all, let's go watch the video. Let's like, let's subscribe, let's comment, let's move forward, let's get it going. And uh Let's let's do it together. Now, let's say this. I think you know more than how to get there than, than what you're putting on. I mean, you're here right now. You know what I mean? Like, you want to go forward and talk to all the people, right? What about just going out and talking to people, knocking on doors? Oh, I'm going to do that for sure. Sure. Yeah, keep going and... Oh, yeah. And move on forward there. So what about uh, when it comes to uh, TV ads and stuff? There is public broadcasting. You can get on stuff like that. TV ads are usually pretty expensive. Isn't there free TV, though, like on uh, in South Dakota? Like, the, like they have a public broadcasting system? Uh, I'm just not familiar with that. Okay. So maybe we can find that out. And again, guys, if you know anything like that, email them at the um, description we left below and also leave a comment. Um if, if this is something that you believe in, I think this is something that we can kind of move forward in doing. Now, he had a pledge that he read before and also is going through here. Now, you, again, what brought you here, in my opinion, was the police, what happened to you with law enforcement, you know, and, and going in front of the, uh, you know, the council, City and council. Like that, all that stuff. So there's a couple more stories here. Now, now piss us off. Tell us, like, you know, what What? What else happened here? I'm trying to count the number of times I have been detained by police in Sioux Falls, and I think it's up to six. Detained? Yeah, detained. Questioned, bothered, what, what, whatever description you want to use. But I think it's up to six. Man. Imagine if you were black. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be, you know, 16 or something. Be a 1600. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So you've talked about the story with, uh, you know, you're doing that. You were trimming the hedges. Now, that's what you guys trimming heard. Trimming bushes, about, yeah. Trimming bushes. On, Trees and on stuff. part one. Yeah. And then on part two, you also heard, what was the other story that you had told? Um, you you shoveling gravel off the bike trail. Oh, yeah. That's why that's there's. Last month or so. That's why there's two of us. Yeah. And then, well, okay, so now keep going there. Now th there's another story. Uh, well, we'll go back to the beginning. Uh, yeah. The, the, kind of the first time was when I was out running with flashlights. This is my favorite story. Oh, and yeah. If you guys go to his YouTube page, you can actually hear him and see him address city council about this. I will link these videos below. But go ahead. See, I, I like to work out. I'm, I'm tall and athletic, and I've been working out forever. Looks like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Or Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo as well. <laughs> go ahead. And sometimes I like to run at night right before I go to bed. Okay. So, and if you're going to run at night, well, you need flashlights so you can see where you're going and so you don't get run over. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Makes sense. So one time when I was out running, I got stopped by a cop because I was close to a building and he thought that was suspicious. Well, how do you run in the city without getting close to a building? 
Like, where do you go? There's no falls, place to that's go. almost impossible. It's almost impossible. Now, that, that's kind of hokey in and of itself. But the next story about getting stopped running with flashlights is even hokier. <laughs> I was booking down the middle of the street sometime because, you know, you, safest spot to run is down the street. There's no bumps in the curbs, no cars sticking out, no trees hanging low. It's flat and smooth. So anyway, I was running down the middle of the street with two flashlights. And cop pulls me over. And, and just a couple of really, really pushy guys. And I found out later that some somebody in a truck was being chased by police, and they got away. He jumped on the gas pedal, looted police, and police let him go so that they don't have to drive 100 miles on city streets. And then the, the cop sees me and goes, there's my man. Nah. So really, like some guy's going to get away from police, stop, find two flashlights, <laughs> run down the middle of the road, back the way he came, and the to escape from police. It's not the way it works. Not the way it works, no. Yep. Anyway, that was event number two. Jeez. So, wow. It, 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 how do you find yourself in these predicaments? I almost feel like, you know, and I'm accounts, weird, I guess. I'm too tall. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> different. I don't know. It and is. that's it's almost like, you know, well, he's Mr. Uh, David's going out there. Mr. Mayor's going out there looking for these situations. And he's but when you said before, the police officer said to you, oh, I'm sure you'll make a PowerPoint presentation about this, dude, you are making noise, whether or not you feel like you're being ignored. The point that he said that to you. You're getting your point across. I must they are, be. They're talking about you, bro. They are. They're talking about you. They're like, oh, shit, here's this guy. You know what I mean? And they're trying to get you to do something. They're trying to do, you know what I mean? So they can be like, see, this idiot was a menace to society. So that's why we did what we did. They're wait So always keep her cool. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And if I were you, and especially now if you're coming around police officers, you need to start recording that. Turn your cell phone video on. I know. Just record it. Yeah. You are legally allowed to do that. And if he tries to stop you or take your phone from you or do anything like that, that is a complete injustice to you. He is not allowed to do that. This this last time when I was shoveling gravel, mm -hmm. I told one of the guys I need to get my phone out of my truck so I can record the conversation. Yeah. And he told me, no. It's and not. then I told him that he was violating my rights. Yeah, you, you don't even need to ask him. And the best part, or the worst part is, he said he didn't care. Oh, wow. I told him he was violating my rights, and he said, I don't care. Mm. Those were his exact words. Wait, I don't so you care. should go on YouTube and see some of these videos. What the heck? People, yeah. This is Sioux Falls. These are people that we play, pay supposedly to serve and protect us, and he says he doesn't care when he's violating my rights. And what happened to these police officers to talk to human beings like that? Is it in their training, or are they just the quintessential kids in, listen to this, cops, kids in high school that were bullied or beat up all the time or whatever, and now this is their chance to give it back to the people. You know what I mean? Like, they were picked on, or they were like, you know, they were just just had power trips or they were cool kids and then they were nothing after high school and then they have to become cops. To I, I think some cops power. just get like that power trip. Like they just, they feel that power and power they, know, they know they can do it. And then there's some cops that are like, well, I don't people, care. Some people are good. There's just some people are good. Yeah. And, and there might be some parts to the training that encourage police to go over the top. I, I've talked to a couple of captains on the police force and some of them are just terrified of violence against police. 
I don't know where the heck they're coming from. Maybe they watch Fox News or something. Sure. <laughs> but, but, but they're terrified about violence on poli- against police. And when you're afraid, you overreact when you want more control than what you really need. So maybe the, that whole atmosphere is permeating down to these guys who think that they need to be in control of everything to play it safe. Violence against police. Do the police forget that they show up with guns and tasers? and hit sticks and shit. I know that thing went down in Dallas where the cops were being shot at or whatever, and that's horrible. That 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 sucks. That's fucking disgusting. That's that's a tragedy. But how many police have killed innocent people and it's not treated in any way, shape, or form the way that was? You know? Why are the police lives police lives more important? It just doesn't make sense to me. So as mayor, you need to be a little more cynical and a little more sinister, <laughs> and then it'll make a lot more sense. Okay. See, if government does not work for the people, government keeps the people under control for the betterment of the one percent. And if your goal is to keep the peasants under control, I mean, I know this sounds horrible, but if if that's your goal, then your enforcers are very valuable and the peasants are not. Mm. Now, I hate to use this kind of medieval terminology, but it explains the f- observed phenomena. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's what I mean. It makes sense. It makes sense, but it yeah. sucks. It does. But if you understand the motivation and the consequences, well, then it doesn't, it's more understandable. So still horrible, but understandable. How do you change that, though? If I'm when when I get to be mayor of Sioux Falls, I get to tell a hundred or two hundred thousand people along the way what's going on and why it's going on. Just think of that level of truth that we haven't seen in politics since forever. So there's two hundred thousand people out there who get a little more angry and a little more motivated who tell their friends and next thing you know we have a whole new wave of people like me running for office changing the world right so it's not about just you then is what you're saying so like if you get elected as mayor you are showing other people with your same morals and thoughts about the world that hey you can do it so why don't you run to and maybe we can change things. Let's make a movement. A movement. Let's yeah. Let's take back our government that we haven't had for hundreds of years, maybe, and make it our own. And taking I, it back, though, I mean, that is so that 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 statement is loaded. You know what I mean? Take back. Take it back. Take back the night was my music. My music. It was. Video. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Lincoln description. And when you know when you think about it like that, take it back. Reclaim your government. Where do you think it was lost? Like, you know? Where, when, it's kind of hard to really say. Um, I think one of the strongest indicators of government corruption is the existence of a private central bank. Those three words should never be strung together and like, like that. Private central bank. A central bank is like the Federal Reserve. Sets the nation's money, monetary policy, inclu- um, sets the amount of inflation, deflation, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just think of the power that organization has. And this is a private bank. You know, it's set up by the federal government, but it's a private bank and pay- doesn't report to the federal government, doesn't report to anybody, but it set, it set things up for the profit of its owners. 
private it's corruption in the grandest scale possible. And this country has had private central banks pretty much since day one. Mm -hmm. There have been four of them. Mm. Well, if you want to figure out just how bad things are, think about a private central bank. So I don't know if we've ever really had government for the people, but for sure we need to reclaim our government and the promises inherent in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. We need to make them real. And when we, okay, and I asked you earlier too, or I believe I asked you on part one, when you decided to run for mayor, you said what? One person came up to you, then another person did, another oh person did, another person did. They were driving me nuts. It was like some uh, the universe choreo choreographed a script, and every all these different players took up their little part. Mm -hmm. And their part was to ask me, so when are you going to run? The exact same tone of voice, exact same phrase. One person here, one person over there. About five people later, it whacked me on the head enough to say, okay, I guess I better run for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> and who are these people? Um, anybody and everybody and nobody, it seemed. Mm -hmm. Just like, hey, like, was it kind of almost like a, hey, are you done bitching about this yet? Like, when are you going to run and change it then? That's right. So when are you going to run? Yeah. yeah. When are you sure. going to change it? Well, I'm running now. You're running for mayor. Yeah. David Zokaitis running for mayor of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And you know what? There's, there's, who's the mayor of South Dakota now? Or Sioux Falls? Paul Tenhaken. And what do you feel about Mr. Tenhaken? I met him before he was mayor. Um, we, we had lunch somewhere, and he seemed like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. But the problem that we have is the system turns pretty cool guys into politicians I don't like. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I've said that about 100 times to yeah, you. Yeah, I know. It's going to change you. Don't let it change you because you know what? Give anybody a little, a little bit of power, and, and it might. Who knows? But I know that you're saying you won't, and I and I, I believe you won't, just because I feel like you're going to start a movement instead of become mayor. In my opinion, I feel like you're going to change the way people think and how they vote, and that's way more important. Right? It is way more important. You know, well, that's it, right. And but either this way, this business of being mayor is just a way to get the word out. Yeah. So, yeah. in in the, but think of all the wonderful things I could do. Good. My gosh. So, so maybe awesome. you have three years now. I think. You, you've told me what you would do. You've told me what you need to change. You've told me how you would change it. Um, you've told me about all the nasty things that happened before you and how we need to take it back. So it just sounds like you need to now 100% focus on how you're going to be mayor now, how you're going to get those votes. How to get the job. Yeah, just how to get the job. Because we've all gotten a job interviews, listeners. You guys have all applied for places. And, you know, I've applied for jobs I never thought I would get. And sometimes you get them. Most of the time you don't. But if you figure out how to get the job, man, you've got the time to do it now. And maybe you don't need to take money from big, nasty horrible companies that you're talking about. Maybe I don't you mind can get, a little bit of money but, from big, nasty companies, well, but I don't sure. need to sell my soul. Exactly. Well, that's the whole thing, though. But I think there's no such thing as that, though. If you get some money from a big, nasty company, they're going to expect something. You can't just take a $1,000 donation and not expect them to expect something. So what I'm saying is maybe it's more the mom and pop stores, the more things that you believe in 
take money, don't take, but accept money from those companies. Those companies that you believe in that you know are for the people, by the people, and stuff like that. Don't go out there and take big money from big old nasty companies because at the end of the day, if you do get elected, when you do get elected, they're going to look back and be like, well, you know, we did give you $5,000. We made you a contribution. What are you going to give us back for this? Right. And you know what? You would be selling your soul in a sense if you took that money because you would know you can't make right on what they want you to do. So we'd be like, yeah, I know you gave me that money, but ha, I ain't doing nothing about it, you know? So don't even take their money. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. And it, but it's hard not to because the people who have the most money are the people who normally get elected because it's a popularity contest. Look what Donald Trump did in America. You know what I mean? He started this thing and got people going and he people was on TV. People lie so much on the campaign trail. It's yeah. really disgusting. It is. And it's like, you know, and that's why I don't see I, I don't see you doing that, you know? And so it's like you almost have to fall in line when you become mayor or anything in politics. Not this guy. Right. And that's why I'm going to shatter that mold into a zillion pieces. And there's so many people that are going to follow you, man. And th- and, and it starts here. It does. It starts from today and going on and, like, getting your social medias out and getting involved in the parades. I mean, three and a half years. I mean, you're 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 on the Wise Guys podcast tonight. What's your goal for next month or what's your goal for going forward? What's my goal going forward? I got to finish up my website. Finish up the website. I got this awesome new campaign flyer, and it needs a couple of more tweaks, and it's got to go on the website. Okay. And so then you want to get that done? And then uh, start talking to more people, right? Because it's nice oh, yeah. out now. It's summertime. It's beautiful weather. Right. And I, I hate to say this, but I have a little lawsuit against the city that, that I need to put together. Put together as well. I was illegally detained by four police officers who had no reasonable suspicion. They gave me a hard time. They cited me. They committed perjury or, or put all kinds of bogus information on a ticket. They didn't even get the time of day right. <laughs> So it's time to make a small protest and take the buggers to small claims and say, hey, this is not good enough. So what we happened? Do better. Well, what, ha- what happened there? Well, this is the time when I was shoveling gravel off the bike trail. Oh, I got you. Well, yeah. And then, okay. and four cops show up and they screw up everything imaginable on the ticket. And clearly the road was open and the, the guy cited me for going around a barricade when the barricade was not even close to being on the road. What do you get for that, then, if you sued the city? Oh, acknowledgement. Yeah. That's really all I care about. Right. I, I mean, you couldn't get, like, millions of dollars. Well, it's or, not in small I mean? claims. No. <laughs> well, even then, though, I mean, like, you can't really, I mean, like, what? I mean, what's the most that can come out of this? What What would be, like, a, wow, I did it outcome? Well, wow outcome would be the judge decides in my favor. That's it. If he gives me a penny, it's still a wow outcome. Right. Because the goal is to publish a problem and to seek resolution. And what are you going to say to the judge when you see him? Oh, everything I've been saying here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the park was clearly open. Here's the parks director saying the park was open. Here's the city attorney who canceled the complaint two days after it was delivered. Well, obviously, if the city attorney cancels the complaint, the complaint was completely unjustified. Well, and people need to know that. Mm -hmm. I was falsely cited and falsely detained and harassed by police who, I don't know what their problem was, but it's not okay. And the the city police department needs to do better and to let their people know that this is not okay. Right. 
Yes, a, a big victory is acknowledgement in any financial settlement whatsoever. Nice. And is that what you're seeking? A financial well, you have to to end up in small claims. Gotcha. Oh yeah. So, what what do you say to the listeners and to the people who watch your music video and they go? What the hell is this guy talking about? This dude is too fucking weird. This is just way weird. What a weirdo. What do you say to those people? I say, read my flyer and, and think about that and then tell me what's really going on. What do you say to the people that just judge you right away? Like, uh, no, I'm not voting for this crazy dude. If people... You, I can't reach everybody. Right. So if, if somebody turns me off after five seconds and doesn't even want to talk to me, well, you don't make any progress. But if you can talk to somebody maybe for an hour and go over the different issues and, and the different stances and, and the science and the evidence behind it, well, then sometimes you can really win people over. Mm-hmm. But it, it might even take a whole hour to talk to some people. Sure. And that's one. okay. I, got, I can do that. What would you say to somebody that's on the edge uh, voting for you and somebody else? It's all in the flyer. Cause what if I can't read? What if I'm blind? <laughs> then I'll read it to you. Okay. See, the whole point is I want to be a, a thorough and scientific and, and cite, re, cite references when I can. I, I want to lay out the problems and the solutions. And that's just hard to do for me personally unless I can write it down. What about layman's terms? When so, people so, say just, you know, you got this, you got this flyer that's full of paragraphs and lines on the front and then just – Paragraphs on the second page, third page, fourth page. That's what the highlights are for. So beautifully written now, and it's just so much. But like you have these millennials and stuff nowadays that barely can read a paragraph without losing their own, you know, like attention span is six seconds. You know what I mean? Well, then they just read page one and say people people are afraid we can reduce crime and we need treatment for addicts and. Police, some police are overzealous, and we need government for all and compassion and realistic spending. And vote for me. And what if I tell you to put this pamphlet into a video and break this pamphlet up into videos, plural, into thirty to forty-five seconds? Like I'm David Zakakis. Thank you for Zakakis. Sorry, Zakakis. Thank you so much for listening here. And you just what you just read right now. Read that out. Video done. Next video. Read that out. Video done. That way, a millennial, someone 18 to 20, 18 to 30, can just watch that and be like, yeah, I, I agree with that. That was great. That was 25 seconds of exactly what I needed. And then, bam, do it again. And at the end of every video, you hold up this flyer and say, everything I just read is on this flyer plus more. I think that's something you got to do, man. That's a really good idea. You know, make a video for every oh, yeah. single point you've got. And then... Edit that video down to 25 seconds for every little punch that you got because I'm going to be honest with you, man. I am a 32-year-old guy, and then I know what it's like when you have, like, my nephew over there playing video games, not knowing what's, you know, he only cares about the next 10 seconds of his life. He doesn't care about what's later. So if you give him this and you hand him this, he's going to read that first paragraph. My formal portrait, here's some uh, superimposed USA flag on the left. You know, they're going to just read that first part. And... The listeners, if I'm if I'm not right, crucify me in the comments. But I really feel like you break this down because you are saying great stuff here. But this makes sense to sometimes only you. If you can break this down into just like this whole thing and do a 25-second video 
And that way they it's out there for them to look and research that. And let's say you get 10,000 views on each one of these videos, then you're really going to get your point across. And I feel like uh, let's attack it like that. Let's join a movement. And if you agree with me, cool. If not, I understand. But Thanks for your help, Mark. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. maybe that's something we should do. You know I like that I mean? idea. And that way, because I want your point to get across. Like, I really want you to be heard. And just like how you said, it's hard for you to talk sometimes about some stuff unless you write it down and get it out. A lot of people are visionary learners. They, they see things, and then they hear it, and then they learn it. A lot of people are auditory learners. They're going to listen to it, and they go, you know. I, I'm really more of a data analyst than I'll ever be of totally, a Totally, man. You're a big old fucking nerd. You got, like, you're down with computer stuff and all this shit that I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. Sure. And, but, and, you know, and, like, a lot of people are like me, a lot of people are like you or whatever. I just want to make sure that this movement gets heard and this movement gets pushed. And I really hope that... It does, and then you get it out there because I, I believe you can and will do big things with the right opportunity, you know. And I'm just a 32 year old dude just saying it, you know. And hey, that's that's. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I and I really I really really believe in it. And did you have anything, Jordan, that you wanted to throw out, Mr. Mayor? I hope you win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a high five. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Zakaitis, did you want to go ahead and end with anything here? Uh, get, give us a message. Give us anything you want to say. The floor is yours. Well, you know, we can make the world a better place if we decide to get up and do it. And that's what we really need to do. We need to get people motivated and interested and active and out there to vote. I need to, a lot of these 18 to 30-year-old people to to get some interest, to realize that there is some hope and there's some truth and there's some integrity and help me win this election so we can make the world a better place. How much time have we got? Got three years between now and the election. But if we think we have three years, nothing's ever going to happen. Exactly. Because you know what a millennial says that too. Like, oh, what the hell? That's like 12. I'm not even, I can't even think two seconds from now. But like, I, I don't believe you are going to push it and keep going. And you said you've dedicated your life to this, right? I am going to live the next three years as a rel in relative poverty, old cars, cheap basement, so I can have time for this effort. You know how, guys, that's beautiful. I don't know if any of you ever followed your own dream out there, but this is some guy, this is some person actually doing it. He's following a dream. He's doing it going head first. Head first in. We are going to win this election, and I don't mind being poor between now and then. I really just don't care. Yeah, and even when you're elected, even if you're poor then, right? Well, it's what just difference does it make? I got a place to live. I, sure. I don't need a fancy car. I just need to get this job done. There you go. I'm going to link everything down in the description now. If you guys want to support Mr. David Zakaitis, uh, you can buy T-shirts. You can um, – I'm sure we're going to set up other sorts of uh, – Tell your friends and read my flyer. Read the flyer and watch his videos that he has up because that's what I did, guys. Honestly, you know me and you know the type of show that we have here and everything that we have going – I don't like politicians. I don't like politics. I don't like any of that shit. But this is different. This was, you know, this is something that was more open, but opened my eyes to a different way of thinking. This music video made me laugh. Um, and that, but there's a difference between laughing and then understanding, um, you know, a message behind things. And there's definitely a message behind uh, Mr. But. Mr. Mayor here was trying to put out. So I really hope that you guys join the movement. I'm going to continue to keep posting his stuff. I'm going to continue to keep pushing his video. And I hope you guys do too. So let's go ahead and share, subscribe, go and like, and go ahead and push and talk to your friends about what's going on in your community, in your own area. Even if it's not with Mr. Zakaitis, why don't you guys think about how you can change your situation, change your community.
And, and let there. me know. Yeah. See, I, I got a lot of good ideas on my flyer, a, a lot of things planned and researched, but I don't know everything. And if there's something I'm missing, something else we need to do, let me know. Let him know so he can make a bigger flyer. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do that, all right? So we're going to link his email down at the bottom, and we're going to link all of his uh, videos, the descriptions of these, uh, everything that we have going on today. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Wise Guys Podcast, and that's it. See you later. All right. <laughs>